0: And welcome to January Zero 01 2023. Oh, two a little forward, a little backward. Two steps forward, one step backward. Three steps forward, two steps backward. And forward we go. It's like dancing up the steps. I love my dancers on YouTube. Anyways, we are backtracking today. We're going to go back and read. The first book we started on this podcast. We're getting to the middle of the book now. True Devotion to Mary. St. Louis the Montfort. We've covered the preparation before. We are prepared. Now we're going to read more into total consecration. Ooh la la. Come Holy Spirit. We're going to pick up from the middle, and start with a very interesting story. Everybody knows this one, don't you, from the Old Testament? In typology, thank you for Stephen Hahn. We're going to dive into typology today because if you read the left side of the book, the Old Testament, and the right side of the book, the New Testament, you kind of see Patterns of personalities, characteristics, decision making, and that's what Scott Hunt uh, in a nutshell calls typography, how we have the first Adam, and Jesus is a new Adam, A-Z, first becomes last, last become first, and so on and so forth, so sit back, enjoy, and relax, and stay connected, LinkedIn. Okay, waiting for baby to fall asleep, so I'm going to read the new chapter I was just reading. I'm so moved from it. True Devotion to Mary, Catholic Way Publishing. Hey Faustina, she's my bookmark. I like to see my sister's face. All right, where was I? All right. This is a very important story, and everybody's heard of it, I'm sure. This is a story of Jacob and Esau. You see, Esau. Okay. <laughs> it is page one eighteen of Saint Louis de Montfort, The True Devotion to Mary, with a preparation. One eighty-three. Chapter figure of this consecration in the history of Jacob receiving the blessing of Isaac through the offices of Rebekah. 183. Of all the truths which I have been putting forward with regard to our Blessed Lady and her children and servants, The Holy Ghost gives us an admirable figure in the scriptures. It is the history of Jacob who received the benediction of his father Isaac by the skill and pains of Rebecca, his mother. This is the history as the Holy Ghost relates it. I will afterwards add the explanation of it. 184. Esau, having sold Jacob, his birthright, Rebecca, the mother of the two brothers who who loved Jacob tenderly, secured this advantage to him many years. Afterwards, by an address most holy, But most full of mercy, mystery, enigma, mystery. Isaac, feeding himself, feeling himself very old, wishing to bless his children before he died, called his son Esau, who was his favorite, uh, and commanded him to go out hunting. To get him something to eat in order that he might bless him afterwards. But Rebecca promptly informed Jacob of what had passed and ordered him to go and take two kids, baby sheep, or baby, whatever they are, but they're goats, like baby goats, from the flock, not real kids, like people, I don't think. When he had given them to his mother, she prepared for Isaac what she knew he liked. She clothed Jacob in the garments of Esau, which she kept, and covered his hands and his neck with the skin of the kids. All right, we'll explain later. So that his father, who was blind, might, in hearing Jacob's voice, think at least by the skin of his hands that it was Esau, his brother, Well, Isaac, having been surprised by the voice, which he thought was Jacob's voice, made him come nearer. And having touched the skins with which his hands were covered, he said that the voice truly was the voice of Jacob, but that the hands were the hands of Esau. Well, after he had eaten And in kissing Jacob, had smelt the odor of his perfumed garments, he blessed him and wished for him the dew of heaven and the full fruitfulness of earth. He made him Lord over all his brethren and finished his blessing with these words. Cursed be he that curseth thee, and let him that blesseth thee be filled with blessings. Isaac had hardly finished these words when Esau entered and brought with him what he had captured while out hunting, in order that his father might eat it and then bless him. The holy patriarch was surprised with an incredible astonishment when he understood what had happened. But far from retracting what he had done, on the contrary, he confirmed it. For he saw too plainly that the finger of God was in the matter. Esau then uttered great cries as the Holy Scriptures remarks and loudly accusing the deceitfulness of his brother he asked his father if he had but one benediction being in this point as the Holy Fathers remark the image of those who are too glad to ally God with the world Ally God with the world and are fain to enjoy the consolations of heaven and the consolations of earth both together. Are fain to enjoy the consolations of heaven and the consolations of earth both together. At last, Isaac, touched with the cries of Esau, blessed him, but with a blessing of the earth, subjecting him to his brother. This made him conceive such an envenomed envenomed hatred to Jacob that he waited only for his father's death in order to kill him. Neither would Jacob have escaped death if his dear mother Rebecca had not saved him from it by her industries and by the good counsels which she gave him and which he followed 185, before explaining this beautiful history, we must observe that according to the Holy Fathers and the interpreters of Scripture, Jacob is the figure of Jesus Christ, you see, and the predestinate. And Esau, that of the reprobate. Got it? Okay. Jacob equals figure of Jesus Christ equals predestinate. Predest- predestinate Jacob. Esau equals reprobate. Esau, reprobate. You see? We have but got to examine the actions and conducts. Conduct of the one and the other to form our judgment about this. Parentheses 1, 2, and 3. 4 and 5. 1. Esau, the elder, was strong and robust of body, at riot, and skillful in drawing the bow, and in taking much game in the chase. Catch me if you can. Number 2. He hardly ever stayed in the house and putting no confidence in anything but his own strength and address. He only worked out of doors. Why is that important? You'll see. Number three, he took very little pains to please his mother, Rebecca, and indeed did nothing for that end. Yeah, that's why. Number four, he was such a glutton, and loved eating so much that he sold his birthright for a mess of pottage. Porridge. Honey. So. Number five. He was like Cain, with capital C, full of envy against his brother, capital J, Jacob. Envy. And persecuted him beyond measure. Beyond. 186. Now, this is the daily conduct of the reprobate. All right. What would a reprobate do on a daily basis? Number one, two, three, four, five. Uh, Yeah, okay. One through five. Easy. Number one, they trust in their own strength. This would be the thumb. They trust in their own strength and aptitude for temporal affairs. Temporal. Temporary. They are very strong, very able, and very enlightened in earthly business, but very weak and very ignorant in heavenly things. You want that in Latin? Sure. In terrenes fortes. In calestibus debilis. Number two. It is on this account, 187, that they are hardly at all, or at least very little, at their own homes. That is to say, in their own interior, which is the inward and essential house which God has given to every man to live there after his example, for God always rests in himself, you see. The reprobate do not love retirement, nor spirituality, nor inward devotion, and they treat as little or as bigots or as savages those who are. Interior or retired from the world. Sausana. So and who work more within than without. Within than without. 188, section 3. Number 3. The reprobate care next to nothing for devotion to our blessed lady. That's how you know. Yeah, I, can I go on a date with you, but I don't want to meet your mama. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. That's ad-lib. The mother, blessed lady, equals the mother of the predestinate. It is true that they do not hate her formally. No. Indeed, they sometimes praise her and say that they love her and even practice some devotion in her honor. Nevertheless, they cannot bear that we should love her tenderly, T.L.C., because they have not the tendernesses of Jacob for her. They find much to say against the practices of devotion in which her good children and servants faithfully employ themselves in order to gain her affection because they do not think that devotion necessary to salvation. And they consider that provided they do not hate Our Lady formally or openly despise her devotion, It is enough. Moreover, they imagine that they are already in her good graces, and that in time they are her servants, inasmuch as they recite and mumble certain prayers in her honor without tenderness for her or amendment in themselves. 189, section 4, number 4. The reprobates sell their birthright. That is to say, the pleasures of paradise. They sell it for a pottage of lentils. That is to say, for the pleasures of the earth. They laugh, they drink, they eat, they amuse themselves. They gamble, they dance, and take no more pains than Esau did to render themselves worthy of the benediction of their heavenly father. In a word, they think only of earth, and they love earth only. And they speak and act only for for earth And for its pleasures. Selling for one moment of enjoyment. For one vain puff of honor. And for a morsel of hard metal. Yellow or white. White gold. Yellow gold. Their baptismal grace. Their robe of innocence. And their heavenly inheritance. 190, section 5, number 5. Finally, the reprobate daily hate and persecute the predestinate openly and secretly. They feel the predestinate as a burden to them. They despise them. They criticize them. They counterwork them. They abuse them. They rob them, they cheat them, they impoverish them, they drive them away, they bring them low into the dust, while they themselves are making fortunes, are taking their pleasures, getting themselves into good positions, enriching themselves, aggrandizing themselves, and living at their ease. hmm What do you call it? When I do everything I can. Follow all their rules. Do a better job than anybody else guy I can think of. And they're doing the same job. And yet I get zero hours. When I am within six after six months of working supposed to be getting an increase in my pay and suddenly I'm getting like not 30 hours like I was when I first got there but then 20 some hours 10 some hours four hours and literally zero hours a week yeah I don't think they fire me but when they don't call me to come in or give me any hours what do you call that I don't know I don't know people I don't know I'm going to end this right here for a second, and we'll be right back. Okay, bye. Dude, one glazed donut is my limit. Please stop me from eating the second one next time. Maybe just one bite of the second one, but that's about it. 191. As to Jacob, the younger, one, two, three, four, five, one. Okay, another five. Oh, look at that. Five on one, five on the other. Well, one, he was of feeble constitution, you see. Meek and peaceful, he lived for the most part at home in order to gain the good graces of his mother, Rebecca, who he loved tenderly. If he went abroad, it was not of his own will, nor through any confidence in his own industry, but to obey his mother. 192, Section 2 He loved and honored his mother. It was on this account that he kept at home. He avoided everything which could displease her and did everything which he thought would please her. And this increased the love which Rebecca already had for him. 193, Section 3, Number 3, He was subject in all things to his dear mother. He obeyed her entirely in all matters, promptly, without delaying, and lovingly, without complaining. At the least token of her will, the little Jacob ran and worked, and he believed everything she said to him. For example, when she told him to fetch two kids and that he should fetch them in order that she she should prepare something for his father Isaac to eat, Jacob did not reply that one one was enough to make a dish for a single man, but without reasoning he did what she told him to do get to 194 section 4 he had a great confidence in his dear mother as he did not lean in the least on his own ability he lent exclusively on the care and protection of his mother he appealed to her in all his necessities And consulted her in all his doubts. For example. When he asked if instead of a blessing. He should not have received a cursing from his father. Should not receive a cursing from his father. He believed her. And trusted her. When she said that. She would take the curse upon herself. For example, when <clears throat> <clears throat> For example, when he asked if instead of a blessing he should not receive a curse from his father, he believed her and trusted her when she said that she would take care take the curse upon herself. 195, section 5. Lastly, he imitated as far as he could the virtues he saw in his mother. It seems as if one of his reasons for leading such a sedentary life at home was to imitate his dear mother, who was virtuous and kept herself removed from bad companies which corrupt the morals By this means, he made himself worthy to receive the double benediction of his beloved father. Let's take a short break. This is the end of 191 to 195 about Jacob. Jacob equal what? The typology of Jesus, right? And what's that third word? <laughs> predestinate. That's it. All right, let's look at the daily life of a predestinate. 196. Page one, two, three. Say cheese. Such also is the conduct which the predestinate daily observe. One through five. One, two, three, four, five. Start with it. There you go. Thumb. They are sedentary, and they are housekeepers with their mother. In other words, they love retirement and are interior. They give themselves to prayer, but it is after the example And in the company of their mother, the Holy Virgin, the whole of whose glory is within. And who, during her whole life, whole life, so much loved retirement and prayer. Yay! It is true that they sometimes appear without in the world. They appear in the world, you know, appear without, right? Okay. But it is in obedience to the will of God and that of their dear mother to fulfill the duties of their state. However apparently important their outward works may be, they esteem still more highly those which they do within themselves, in their interior, in the company of the Blessed Virgin, for it is within that they accomplish the great work of their perfection, compared with which all their other works are but infant sports. It is on this account that while sometimes their brothers and sisters are working outwardly with much energy, success and skill, in the praise and with the approbation of the world, they, on the contrary, know by the light of the Holy Ghost that there is far more glory, more good, and more pleasure in remaining hidden in retreat with Jesus Christ. With Jesus Christ, their model, in an entire and perfect subjection to their mother, then to do of themselves wonders of nature and grace in the world. So, uh, as so many Esau and reprobates do, here's something in Latin for you. Gloria et Devitia. Endomo ejus. Gloria. Glory for God. Et. And. Riches. Devitia. Divine. Devitia. It's almost like divided, but it's not. What are we screaming about? Gloria. For God, and divitia, and riches for men, are to be found in the house of Mary. In domo e jus. Lord Jesus, how sweet are thy tabernacles! The sparrow has found a house to lodge in, and the turtle dove a nest for her little ones. Oh, happy is the man who dwells in the house of Mary, where thou wert the first to make thy dwelling. It is in this house of the predestinate that he receives secure, succor, from thee alone, and that he has disposed the steps and accents of all the virtues. He raised himself in his heart to perfection in this valley of tears, veil of tears. Quam dilecta tabernacula tua. 197, section 2. The predestinate tenderly love and truly honour our blessed lady as their good mother and mistress, they love her not only by mouth but in truth, they honour her not only outwardly but in the bottom of their hearts. They avoid like Jacob, everything avoid everything which can displease her. And they practice with fervor whatever they think will make them find favor with her. They bring to her and give to her. And give her not two kids, as Jacob did to Rebecca, but their body and their soul with all that depends on them. Figured by the two kids of Jacob, they bring them to her, one, that she may receive them as things which belong to her, two, that she may kill them and make them die to sin and self, in stripping them of their own skin and their own self-love. And by this means to please Jesus, her Son, who wills not to have any for his disciples and friends, but those who are dead to themselves. What do we mean by that? We'll explain later. Number three, that she may prepare them for the taste of our Heavenly Father and for his greatest glory which she knows better than any other creature. And four, that by her cares and intercessions, this body and soul, thoroughly purified from every stain, thoroughly dead, thoroughly stripped, and well prepared, may be a delicate meat worthy of the mouth and the blessing of our Heavenly Father. Is not this what the predestined do, who relish and practice the perfect consecration to Jesus Christ by the hands of Mary, which we are now teaching them, by way of testifying to Jesus and Mary an effective and courageous Love. Hmm? Well, the reprobate tell us loudly enough that they love Jesus and that they love and honor Mary, but it is not with their substance. It is not up to the point of sacrificing to them their body with its senses, their soul with its passions, as the predestined do. These last are subject and obedient to our blessed lady as to their own, as to their good mother. After the example of Jesus Christ, who of the three and thirty years he lived on earth employed thirty to glorify God his father by a perfect and entire subjection to his holy mother. All right, we're going to take a break. Top of page 125. Good January 25th, everyone. Good morning. Let us continue. Where did we leave off? Top of page 125. Mommy, Mommy! These last are subject and obedient to their Blessed Lady. As to their good mother... After the example of Jesus Christ, who, of the 33 years he lived on earth, employed 30 to glorify God, his Father, by a perfect and entire subjection to his Holy Mother. Shh! Do it quietly, please. 198, Section 3. The predestinate obey Mary and... See, that's why I call them babies. They don't, they don't obey. Shh, baby, angel, say shh. He follows you, so whatever you do, he's gonna do. You be quiet, he'll be quiet. The predestinate obey Mary. More orange? There's no more, baby. You ate them all, right? I'm sorry baby, I have to buy some more. That one was a nasty one. No more. You want you want something else? What do you want? Uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. It adds. Oh, please. Me. Me so many hours in a day. You do. All right, let's go. I told you there's no more orange. You want something else? There's this one. Oh, one more, that's it, last one. Last one. Last one, one more, no crying after that, please. We have to find something else. Say something else. Something else. Say something else. He's just trying to distract himself until he gets some more. Give him something else afterwards, Anthony. What else do we, do we have any more cheese? No, I don't think so. Okay, just clean out the fridge so we can get some more stuff, okay? Uh, what is today? Is it Thursday? I think it's Tuesday. We could go make a pickup later today. Let's do it, okay? All right, well, what, what's you the, cannot go. With that too? No, what? me and you maybe. Well, then I might has to wake up then. Right? Oh my God, my God. It's my yeah, we have to wait, and it's too early right now. Yeah. We have to go around too. All right, bye. Bring him, bring him in here so he doesn't wake up daddy, let's go. Come on, shh, 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 come on. Come on. <laughs> hey, hey, move your feet. Okay, I'm You're coming. Let me close the door. Let me close the door. <laughs> it. It. Sorry. Sorry, mommy. It's okay. You okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Sit down. Eat. Can, can I have my hand back now, please? Can you let go? Can you let go of him, please? All right. Sit down nicely. Thank you. Bye. All right. Let's see if we can continue. Natural anti <laughs> Mama. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Bubba, you just gotta get Bubba. under the skin. Put your thumb through it. Get all the fibrous stuff off. <laughs> and badow. I I oh, oh. Don't grab it from just leave him alone. But I want some too. I, If I don't give it to him, he's gonna scream. Daddy's gonna wake up. Not nice. Daddy needs to sleep. Okay? He's a baby. He doesn't know ne- Hasn't learned how to share yet. I know that. Please stop asking him then. Yes, Are you hungry? Let me get you. You want bagel? Cheesy mm. bagel? No, yeah, I'm hungry. <coughs> You're know, hungry? No. Alright, then don't fight over food with him. What do you want, cheese and bagel? You okay for now? Alright. No. Just let me know when you're hungry. You wanna play something? See? He eventually gives it to you. Just gotta be nice and not pull it out of his hands. It's cool. You just gotta Mom, sit there quietly and wait for it. it. Alright, come on. 198, number 3, the predestinate, obey Mary and follow, oh my goodness, we're going to have to do this later, bye bye, 126, find Jesus who dwells there, as on his most glorious throne, oh what happiness, think not that it is happier to dwell in Abraham's bosom than in Mary's, for it is in this last that our Lord has placed his throne. Says the abbot, Guaric, Ne credideris majoris esse felicitatis abitere in sinu Abraha. quam in sinu Maria, cum in eo dominus posuerit thronum suum. The reprobate, on the contrary, putting all their trust in themselves, only eat with the prodigal, prodigal son what the swine eat. They eat earth like the toads and like the children of the world. They love only visible and external things. They have no relish for the sweetnesses of Mary's bosom. They have not that feeling of a certain resting place and a sure confidence which the predestinate feel in the Holy Virgin, their good mother. They are miserably attached to their outward hungry, as St. Gregory says, and make not so much as a pretense of having any taste for the sweetness which is prepared within themselves and within Jesus and Mary. 200, section 5. Lastly, the predestinate keep the ways of their blessed lady, their good mother, that is to say, they imitate her. It is in this point that they are truly happy and truly devout, and carry more especially the mark of their predestination. This good mother says to them, Beati qui custodiunt vias, mias, that is to say, blessed Beati, are they, qui, who practice custodiant my virtues, vias, mias, and with the help of divine grace, walk in the footsteps of my life. During life, They are happy in this world through the abundance of graces and sweetnesses which I impart to them from my fullness and more abundantly than to others who do not imitate me so closely. They are happy in their death, which is mild and tranquil, and at which I am ordinarily present myself that I myself may conduct them to the joys of eternity. And lastly, they shall be happy in eternity, for never has any one of my good servants been lost who imitate my virtues during life. The reprobate, on the contrary, are unhappy during their life. At their death, and for eternity, because they do not imitate Our Lady in her virtues, but content themselves with sometimes being enrolled in her confraternities, reciting reciting some prayers in her honor, or going through some other exterior devotion, only, I'm sorry, Oh, holy virgin, my good mother, how happy are those? I repeat it with the transports of my heart. Oh, holy virgin, my good mother, how happy are those? How happy are those who, not letting themselves be seduced, By a false devotion towards you. Faithfully keep your ways, your counsels, and your orders. But how unhappy and accursed are those who abuse your devotion and keep not the commandments of your Son. Maledicti omnes qui Declinant a mandatis tuis. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. Now you wet my book. My book. My book. That's your Mm puzzle. Fine. The book. You happy now. You'd wetted my book. 201. Let us now turn to look. At the charitable duties, which our blessed lady, as the best, the best of all mothers. Oh, what was it? Ave Maria. No. Ave Maria. Bo- oh, I, I'm having a brain fart. Benedict. Ben- Benedict. To, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Best of all mothers, Benedict, fulfills for the faithful servants who have given themselves to her after the manner I have described and according to the figure of Jacob. Roman numeral number one. She loves them. I love those who love me Ego delegentes me delego. She loves them Parentheses one because she is their true mother. And a mother loves her child, the fruit of her entrails to be so brass. Number two. She loves them out of gratitude, because they effectively love her as their good mother. Number three. She loves them because, being predestinate, God loves them. Jacob Dilexi Esau Otem Odio Abiui. Abui, Abui. Odio, Abui. Altim. Esau. She loves them because they are all consecrated to her and are her possession and her inheritance. In Israel. 202 She loves them tenderly and more tenderly than all other mothers put together. Throw, if you can, all the natural love which all the mothers of the world have for their children into the one heart of one mother for one only child surely that mother will love that child immensely nevertheless it is true that mary loves her children yet more tenderly than that mother would love that child of hers Okay, well, <laughs> just like something that happened this week, whenever I go to a place, I won't give any specifics, but I went to a place, I was early, my kid was there, suddenly I see other people arriving, first it was a father and her child, and then they, my child went to, you know, her. she's just like me, it's like a mini-me. And so she goes and try to make friends with the other kid, and they start playing, and a third kid came, and we invite her to play, and then a the fourth kid came, and we invited him to play. And before you know it, I was watching five kids, people. <laughs> I mean, I can't even count. There was that many. <laughs> and my kid went astray, and I was like, oh, heck no. <laughs> I went chasing after him. And I was like, it's time to get home. But nobody was helping me. Their mamas were, I don't know where. I was watching five kids. Like, what? <laughs> Kinda like that, I would say. (laughs) Nevertheless, it is true that Mary loves her children yet more tenderly than that mother would have loved hers. Would have no nevertheless it is true that Mary loves her children yet more tenderly than that mother. Would love that child of hers. She does not love them only with affection, but with efficacy. Efficacy. Her love for them is active and effective. Efficacy. Active and effective. Equal to that of Rebecca or Jacob, and far beyond it. See what this good mother, of whom Rebecca was but the type, does to obtain for her children the blessing of our Heavenly Father. What is in a name, people? And what is in a face? And what is in the words? 203, section 1. She's on the lookout, as Rebecca was, for favorable occasions to do them good, to aggrandize and enrich them. She sees clearly in God all goods and evils, all prosperous and adverse fortunes, the blessings and the cursings of God. And then she so disposes things from afar that she may exempt her servants from all sorts of evils and heap upon them all sorts of goods so that if there is a good fortune to make in God by the fidelity of a creature to any high employment it is certain that Mary will procure that good fortune for some of her true children. True. Chi- for, will procure that good fortune for some of her true children and servants and will give them the grace to go through it with fidelity. It is a saint who says, Ipsa procurat negotia nostra. 204, section 2. She also gives her clients good counsels, as Rebecca did to Jacob. Fili mi, acquiesce, consiliis miis, my son. Follow my counsels. Among other counsels, she inspires them to bring her the two kids. That is to say, their body, their body, your, your own body and soul, you yourself, in order to consecrate them, to make a partage agreeable to God. And to do everything which Jesus Christ, her son, has taught by his words and his examples. You want a model? Here it is. If it is not by herself that she gives these counsels, it is by the ministry of the angels, who have no greater honor or pleasure than to descend to earth to obey any of her commandments, Please help my daughter do the same. Lord help me. And to secure any of her servants. 205, Section 3. When they have brought to her and consecrated to her their body and soul, and all that depends on them without accepting anything, What does that good mother do? Just what Rebecca did of old with the two kids Jacob brought her. She kills them. (laughs) Okay, go listen to the song Enigma. (laughs) I love you. I kill you. Because I love you forever. Number one, she kills them. She makes them die to the old... Adam. Yeah, he's kind of stuck on stuff he shouldn't be stuck on, you know what I'm saying? She kills them to the old Adam. She flays them. Number two, she flays them. F-L-A-Y-A-S. And strips them of their natural skins. Skin, just one. I'm going to flay you. Was that cook? <laughs> Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> I don't Oh was it? Bobby Flay. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay and Bobby Flay. I'm going to flay you like a master chef. <laughs> Sorry. She flays and strips them of their natural skin, their natural inclinations, self-love. Mine, mine. Oh, I don't want to share. Oh. Their own will and all attachment to creatures. Number three, she cleanses them from their spots. Spot. She cleanses them of their spots, their vilenesses and their sins. She dresses them to the taste of God and to his greatest glory. And as it is Mary alone, who knows perfectly what that divine tastes What that divine taste is, and what that greatest glory of the Most High. It is Mary alone, who without making any mistake, can accommodate and dress our body and soul for that taste, infinitely exalted, and for that glory, indefinitely hidden. 206, section 4. This good mother, having received the perfect offering which we make to her ourselves, our own merits, our own satisfactions, by the devotion I am describing, strips us of our old garments. She makes us her own. And so makes us worthy to appear before our Heavenly Father. <laughs> Number one, she clothes us in the clean, new, no, 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 a box. precious, kind of and perfumed yeah. garments of Esau. The elder, oh, wait. No, this that is of Jesus Christ, her son, whom she keeps in her house, that is to say, whom she has in her own power. Hey, she is the treasurer and eternal dispenser of the merits and virtues of her son. Okay, can, can he yeah, I don't care. It you know, can be trash, whatever. Okay. Which she gives and communicates to whom she wills, when, when she wills, as she wills, and in such quantity as she wills, as we have seen before. Number two, she covers the neck and hands of her servants with the skins of the kids she killed, that is to say, She adorns them with the merits and value of her own proper actions. She kills and mortifies, it is true, all that is impure and imperfect in them. But she neither loses nor dissipates one atom, atom of the good, which grace has done there. On the contrary, she preserves and augments it to make it the ornament and the strength of their neck and their hands. That is to say, to fortify them and to help them to carry the yoke of the Lord, which is worn upon the neck and to work great things for the glory of God and the salvation of their poor brethren. Number three, she bestows a new perfume and a new grace upon their garments and adornments. In communicating to them her own garments, merits, and virtues, which she bequeathed to them by her testament when she died. As said a holy religious of the last century who died in the odor of sanctity and learnt this by revelation. Thus, all her domestics, faithful servants, and slaves are doubly clad in the garments of her son and in her own. Omnes domestici vestiti sunt duplicibus. It is on this account that they have nothing to fear from the cold of Jesus Christ, who is white as snow. A cold, which the reprobate, all naked and stripped of the merits of Jesus Christ and Mary, cannot for one moment bear. 207. Number four. Finally, she enables them to obtain the blessing of our Heavenly Father. Though being but the youngest born, and indeed only adopted children, they have no natural right to have it. With these garments all new, most precious, and of most fragrant odor, And with their body and soul well prepared and dressed, they draw near with confidence to the Father's bed of repose. He understands and distinguishes their voice, which is the voice of the sinner. He touches their hands covered with skins. He smells the good odor of their clothes. It's okay. Give him five more seconds. You know, that'll find him something better to play with. He eats with joy of that which Mary, their mother, has dressed for him, recognizing in them the merits and the good odor of his son and of his holy mother. First, then, he gives them his double benediction, the the benediction of the dew of heaven. De Rore Calesti Of divine grace, which is the seed of glory. Benedicit nos in omni benedictione. Spiritali in Cristo Gesù. Benediction of the fat of the earth. Body of Christ? Maybe. De Pinguedini terra. The good Father gives them their daily bread. And a sufficient abundance of the goods of this world. Secondly, he makes the masters of their other brethren, the reprobate. But this primacy is not always apparent in the world, which passes in an instant. And where the reprobate are often masters, peccatores, of. Fabuntur et gloria Buntor Vivi impium super exaltatum et elevatum. But it is nevertheless a true prince primacy. It, but nevertheless it is a true primacy. And it will appear manifestly in the other world for all eternity. Where everything here is like a foreshadow of things that will come in heaven. Because everything we gather here are memories we keep. And if we don't have them then yeah it sucks. Where the just as the Holy Ghost says shall reign over the nations and command them. Domina Buntur Populis. Thirdly, His Majesty, not content with blessing them in their persons and their goods, blesses also those who shall bless them and curse those who shall curse and persecute them. 208. Roman number number two. Two for the second duty, which our blessed lady fulfills towards her faithful servants is that she furnishes them with everything, both for their body and for their soul. She gives them double clothing as we have just seen, she gives them to eat the most exquisite meats of the table of God, for she gives them to eat the bread of life, which she herself has formed. Ah, generationibus miis implamini. My dear children, she says, under the name of Divine wisdom, be filled with my generations. That is to say, with Jesus, the fruit of life, whom I have brought into the world for you. Venite, comedite, panam mium et bibite venum. Quad miscuis Comidite et Bibite et Inebri Carissimi Come she repeats to them in another place eat of my bread which is Jesus. And drink the wine of his love, which I have mixed for you. (gasps) She's the ultimate bartender. As it is, Mary, who is the treasurer and dispenser of the gifts and graces of the Most High, she gives a good portion and indeed the best to nourish and maintain her children and her servants. They are fattened on the living bread. They are inebriated on the wine which brings forth virgins. They are born at the bosom of Mary ad ubera portabinini. They have such faculty in carrying the yoke of Jesus Christ that they feel nothing of its weight because of the oil of devotion which has made it soften and decay. Jugum eorum sere Faciat a Facet Ole two O nine Roman numeral number three. The third good which our lady does to her servants is that she conducts and directs them. Maestro, according to the will of her son, the violinist in the middle, Rebecca guided her little Jacob and gave him good advice from time to time, either to draw upon himself the blessing of his father or to avert from himself the hatred and persecution of his brother Esau. Mary who is the star of the sea, Stella Maris, leads all her faithful servants to a good port. She shows them the paths of eternal life. She makes them avoid the dangerous places. She conducts them by her hand along the paths of justice. She steadies them when they are about to fall and she lifts them up when they have fallen she reproves them like a charitable mother when they fail and sometimes she even lovingly chastises them hmm? Hmm. can a child obedient to mary his foster mother and his enlightened guide go astray in the paths of eternity Ipsam sequens non divas devias non devias If you follow her, says Saint Bernard, you cannot wander from the road. So fear not, therefore, that a true child of Mary can be deceived by the evil one or fall into any formal heresy. There, where the guidance of Mary is, neither the evil spirit with his illusions, nor the heretics with their subtleties, can ever come. Ipsa tenente non coriuis. No corrupt, no corrupt, no corrupt. 210, Roman numeral number four. The fourth good office, which Our Lady renders to her children and faithful servants, is to protect and defend them, Rebecca, by her cares and artifices. Delivered Jacob from all the dangers in which he found himself, and particularly from the death which his brother Esau would have inflicted on him because of the envy and hatred which he bore him, as Cain did of old to his brother Abel. Mary, the good mother of the predestinate, hides them under the wings of her protection. As a hen hides her chickens, she speaks, she humbles herself, she condescends to all their weaknesses to secure them from the hawk and the vulture. She puts herself round about them and accompanies them like an army in battle array. Ut castrorum arquees ordinata. Shall a man who has an army of a hundred thousand soldiers around him fear his enemies? A faithful servant of Mary, surrounded by her protection and her imperial power, has less to fear. This good mother and powerful princess of the heavens would rather dispatch battalions of millions of angels to secure one of her servants than that it should ever be said that a faithful servant of Mary who trusted in her had to succumb to malice, the number and the vehemence of his enemies. 2.11, 2.11, Roman numeral number 5. Lastly, the fifth and the greatest good which the sweet Mary procures for her faithful clients is to intercede for them with her son and to appease him by her prayers. She unites them to him with a most intimate union, and she keeps them unshaken in that union. Rebecca made Jacob come near to his father's bed. The good man touched him, embraced him, and even kissed him with joy, being content and satisfied with the well-dressed viands which he had brought him the meat that he liked, And having smelt with much contentment the exquisite perfume of his garments, he cried out, Behold the odor of my son, which is like the odor of a full field, which the Lord hath blessed. Eke odor filii mii secut odor agri plena. Cui benedicti dominus. This odor of the full field, full field, which charms the heart of the Father, is nothing else than the odor of the virtues and merits of Mary, who is a field full of grace, where God the Father has sown his only son, as as a grain of the wheat of the elect. How? Oh, how a child perfumed with a good odor of Mary is welcome with Jesus Christ, who is the father of the world to come. Oh, how promptly and how perfectly is such a child united to his Lord. But we have shown this at length already. 2.12 Furthermore, after Mary has heaped her favors upon her children and faithful servants and has obtained for them the benediction of her heavenly Father, and union with Jesus Christ. She preserves them in Jesus, and Jesus in them. She takes care of them, watches over them always, for fear they would lose the grace of God and fall back into the snares of their enemies. In plenitudine, da Tinette, she detains the saints in their fullness and makes them persevere to the end. As we have seen, this is the interpretation of the history of Jacob and Esau. That great and ancient figure Of predestination and reprobation, so unknown and so full of mysteries. We are finished with section two, Roman numeral, (laughs) section Roman numeral number two to the true devotion to Mary. This is the second middle of the book where we're using the figure of Jacob and Isaac and Rebecca to explain our relationship with Mary. Roman numeral number three. Number 213, entitled, The Wonderful Effects, which this devotion produces in the soul which is faithful to it. My dear brother, be sure that if you are faithful to the interior and exterior practices of this devotion which I will point out the following effects will take place in your soul section 1 by the light which the Holy Ghost will give you by his dear spouse Mary you will understand your own evil, your corruption, and your incapacity for anything good, which is not God's free gift to us, either as author of nature or of grace. In consequence of this knowledge, you will despise yourself. You will not only think of yourself with horror, you will regard yourself as a snail that spoils everything with its slime or toad that poisons everything with its venom. Or as a spiteful serpent only seeking to deceive. In other words, the humble Mary will communicate to you a portion of her profound humility which will make you despise yourself despise no one nobody else but love to be despised yourself i can testify 214 section 2 our blessed lady will give you also a portion of her faith which was the greatest of all faiths that ever were on earth, greater than the faith of all the patriarchs, all the prophets, apostles and saints put together all that she was, all that she now that she is, reigning in the heavens she is no longer this faith because she sees all things clearly in God by the light of glory faith is only hoping in something you're not there but she's there already so she's in the light of glory nevertheless with the consent of the Most High, in entering into glory, she has not lost her faith. It's been fulfilled. She has kept it, in order that she may keep it in the church militant on earth for her faithful servants. The more, then, the more, you gain the favor of that august princess and faithful virgin the more you will go by pure faith and all your conduct a pure faith which will make you hardly care at all about the sensible and the extraordinary a lively faith Animated by charity, which will enable you to perform all your actions from the motive of pure love. A faith firm and immovable as a rock. Through which you will rest quiet and constant in the midst of storms and hurricanes. A faith active and piercing. Which, like a mysterious key, pass key, will give you entrance into all the mysteries of Jesus. Into the last ends of man. And into the heart of God himself. A courageous, which will enable you to undertake and carry out, without hesitation, great things for God and for the salvation of souls. Mm. Yes. Lastly, a faith which will be your blazing torch, your divine light. Your hidden treasure of divine wisdom and your omnipotent arm, which you will use to enlighten those who are in the darkness of the shadow of death. To inflame those who are lukewarm and who have need of the heated gold of charity. Gold of charity to give life to those who are dead in sin, to touch and overthrow by your meek and powerful words. The heart's of marble and the cedars of Lebanon and finally to resist the devil and all the enemies of salvation. 2.15 Section 3 This mother of fair love will take away from your heart all scruple and all disorder of servile fear. Servile fear is disorder. All disorder of servile fear. She will open and enlarge it to run the way of her son's commandments with the holy liberty of the children of God. She will introduce into it pure love, of which she has the treasure, so that you shall no longer be guided by fear, as hitherto, in your dealings with the God of charity. But by pure love, you will look on him as your good father, whom you will be incessantly trying to please and with whom you will converse confidently as a child with its tender father if unfortunately you offend him you will at once humble yourself before him you will ask his pardon with great lowliness lowliness but at the same time you will stretch out your hand, stretch your hand out to him with simplicity, and you will raise yourself up lovingly, without trouble or disquietude, and go on your way to him without discouragement. not hear it for me. I would love to hear from you. 216, section 4. How many more pages? A few more pages and I'll take a break. Our blessed lady will find you with a great confidence in God and in herself. Will fill you, sorry. Our blessed lady will fill you with a great confidence in God and in herself, because you will not be approaching to Jesus by yourself, but always by that good mother, because as you have given her all your merits, graces, and satisfactions to dispose of at her will, she will communicate to you, her virtues, and will clothe you in her merits, so that you will be able to say to God with confidence, Behold, Mary, thy handmaid, be it done unto me according to thy word. (laughs) Eke, ang Domine fiat mihi secundum verbum tuum. Number three, because as you have given yourself entirely to her, body and soul, she who is liberal with the liberal, and more liberal even with the liberal, will in return give herself to you in a marvelous but real manner, so that you may say to her with assurance, Tu sum ego, salvum mi fach. I am thine, Holy Virgin, save me. Or as I have said before, With a beloved disciple, except be Te and Mia, I have taken thee, Holy Mother, for all my goods. You may also say with St. Bonaventure, My dear mistress who saves me, I will have confidence and will not fear. Because you are my strength and my praise in the Lord. Ecce domina salvatrix mia. Fiducialiter agam et non timibo. Quia fortitudo mia. Et laus mia in domino estu. I am altogether yours, and all that I have belongs to you. O glorious Virgin, blessed above all created things, I will put you as a seal upon my heart. Because your love is as strong as death. Totos. Tot, to, <laughs> I keep saying this wrong. Tuus totus ego sum. Et omnia mia tua sunt. Have I been flipping it? <laughs> I'm sorry, is that what you've been trying to tell me? I kept flipping it. Tuus totus ego sum. Too many titus. O Virgo Gloriosa, Super Omnia Benedicta, Pomnem te ut signaculum, culum, Super corp Quia fortis est ut mors, laxio tua. You may say to God more more strong stronger than more, no more, no more, no, no, no more, no more, no more. You may say to God, in the sentiments of the prophet, Domine, non as exaltatum cormium. For me, neke elati sunt oculi me. Lord, my heart and my eyes have no right to extol thyself or to be proud or to seek great and wonderful things. Yet, even in this, I am not humble. Non neque ambulavi in magnis, neque in mirabilibus supermi, sinon humiliter sentiabam. But I have lifted up and encouraged my soul by confidence. I am like a child weaning from the pleasures of earth and resting on its mother's lap. And it is on that lap that all good things come to me. Said exaltavi anima Miyam Secut si I mean, A Blactatus as Super <laughs> Matre Tua like Ita Reta Butio like, <laughs> in Omnima Mia. So in well. They make a pretty good graphic out of it when they tell it. See Psalm one thirty what you just heard. Psalms 130. Number four. What will still further increase your confidence in her is that you will have less confidence in yourself. You have given her in trust all you have of good about you that you may have it and keep it. And so all The trust you once had in yourself has become an increase of confidence in her who is your treasure now. Oh, what confidence and consolation it is for a soul who can say that the treasure of God, where he has been pleased To put all he had most precious. is his own treasure also. He treasures the box and that which he puts in it. Ipsa est thesaurus domini. Thesaurus, thesaurus domini. It was a saint who said she was the treasure of the Lord. 217, section 5. The soul of our Blessed Lady will communicate itself to you. The glory to glorify the Lord. Her spirit will enter into the place of yours to rejoice in God, her salvation provided only that you are faithful to the practices of this devotion. It's not hard. Don't worry, I'm here. Sit in singulis anima Maria. Ut magnificet dominum. Sit in singulis spiritus Maria. Ut exultet in Deo. St. Ambrose, let the soul of Mary be in each of us to glorify the Lord. Let the spirit of Mary be in each of us to rejoice in God. Ah, when will the happy time come? Said a holy man of our own days, who was all absorbed and mary oh when i <clears throat> when will the happy time come when the divine mary will be established mistress and queen of hearts in order that she may be in order that she may subject them fully to the empire of her great and holy Jesus. When will souls breathe Mary as the body breathes air? When that time comes, wonderful things will happen in those lowly places where the Holy Ghost, finding his dear spouse, as it were, reduced, Reproduced reproduced in souls shall come in with abundance, and fill them full to overflowing with his gifts, and particularly with the gift of wisdom, to work the miracles of grace. Her dear brother, when will that happy time, that age of Mary come? when souls losing themselves in the abyss of her interior shall become living copies of Mary to love and glorify Jesus. That time will not come until men know, shall know, and practice this devotion, which I am teaching Life school, you want some? Here it is. Can't describe it, but once you experience it... Got any questions? Okay, great. (laughs) Let me know. DM me, please, anybody. I'm so bored for myself. Ut adveniat regnum tuum. Adveniat regnum Maria. 218, section 6. If Maria who is the tree of life, is well cultivated in our soul by fidelity to the practice of this devotion. She will bear her fruit in her own time, and her fruit is none other than Jesus Christ. How many devout souls do I see who seek Jesus Christ? Some by one way, or by one practice, and others by other ways and other practices. And after they have toiled much throughout the night, they say, Oh, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Per totem noctem laborantes <laughs> nihil sepimus. They may say, we may say to them, laborastis multum et entolistis parum. You have labored much and gained little. Jesus Christ is yet feeble in you. That, the, you know, the, the version of him, in you, that it's feeble. But by that... Immaculate way of Mary, and that divine practice which I am teaching. We toil during the day. We toil in a holy place. We toil, we toil, but little really. There is no night in Mary, because there is no sin, nor even the slightest. Shade. High noon. Mary is a holy place and the holy of holies where saints are formed and molded. Gotta one eyeball people. Three more pages. 219. Take notice, if you please, that I say the saints are molded by Mary. There is a great difference between making a figure in relief by blows of hammer and chisel, and making a figure by throwing it into a mold. Hammer chiseling versus throwing it in a mold. Statuaries, statue, statuaries and sculptures, sculptors. Sorry. Sculptor's late figure. All right. I'm, I really, okay. I tried, but no, I, I, I can't even open my eyes anymore. Page 140, number 219 is where we'll pick up. All right. Thank you. Have a great night. Top of page 140. Was it 420? No. 140, 410, what? 140. One forty, top one forty. All right, thank you. Good night. Hopefully. Good morning. Today is July fifteen. We're gonna do Hail Holy Queen. Hail Holy Queen. Salve, Regina, Mother of Mercy, Mater Misericordiae, our life, vita, our sweetness, dolce, and our hope. Et spes nostra. Salve. To thee do we cry, et te clamamus. Poor banished children of Eve, exules frili To Thee do we send up our sighs, et te suspiramus, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears, gementes et flentes in hac lacrimarum vale. Turn then. Ea, ergo, most gracious advocate, Avocata nostra, thine eyes of mercy toward us. Illos e tuus misericordies oculos et nos converte. And after this, our exile. Et gesum benedictum fructum ventris tuit. Nobis hoc, post hoc exilium ostende. Show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O Clement, O Clemens, O loving, O Pia, O sweet Virgin Mary, O Dolces Vergo Maria, Amen, Amen. Pray for us, Ora pro nobis, O Holy Mother of God, Sancta Dei Genatrix, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Ut digni efficiamur promissionibus Christi. Let us pray. Oremus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty, everlasting, omnipotent, semperterne Deus, who, by the cooperation, Okay, formation time, people. Sainthood train. Two, two, anybody, anybody. Page 140, verse 219. Take notice, if you please, that I say that the saints are molded in Mary. There is a great difference between making a figure in relief by blows of hammer and chisel and making a figure by throwing it into a mold. Now, statuaries and sculptors labor much to make figures in the first manner, but to make them in the second manner, they work little and do their work quickly. St. Augustine calls our Blessed Lady Forma Dei, the mold of God. See, Formem Dei, te appelem digna existis the mould fit to cast and mould gods the f- the mould fit to cast and mould gods the mould fit to cast and mould gods he who is cast in this mold, this mold is presently formed and molded in Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ in him. Mm. In a slight expense, at a slight expense, at a slight expense, And in a short time, he will become God, with a capital G, because he has been cast in the same mold, which has formed a God, with a capital G. 220. It seems to me that I can very aptly compare directors and devout persons who wish to form Jesus Christ in themselves or others by direct or different practices from this to sculptors who trust in their own professional skill, ingenuity, or art, and so give an infinity of hammerings and chiselings to a hard stone or a piece of badly polished wood to make an image of Jesus Christ out of it. Sometimes we do not succeed in giving anything like the natural expression of Jesus, either from having no knowledge or experience of the person of Jesus, or from some blow awkwardly given, which has spoilt the work. But for those who embrace the secret of grace, which I am revealing to them, I may reasonably compare them to founders and casters. Founders and casters who have discovered the beautiful mold of Mary, where Jesus was naturally and divinely formed, and without trusting to their own skill, but only in the goodness of the mold they cast themselves and lose themselves in mary to become the portraits of jesus christ after nature 221 oh beautiful and true comparison but who will compare it i desire that you may my dear brother But remember that we only cast in a mold what is melted and liquid. That is to say, you must destroy and melt down in yourself, the old Adam, to become the new one in Mary. 222 Section 7 In this practice, faithfully observed, you will give Jesus more glory in a month than by any other practice, however difficult, in many years. Hmm. And I give the following reasons for it. One, because doing your actions by our Blessed Lady, as this practice teaches you, you abandon your own intentions and operations, although good and known to yourself, so to speak, in the intentions of the Blessed Virgin, although they are unknown. Thus you enter by participation into the sublimity of her intentions, which are so pure that she gives more glory to God by the least of her actions. For example, in twirling her distaff or pointing her needle. <laughs> then to then St. Lawrence by his cruel martyrdom on his Grediron or even all the saints by all the heroic actions put together. It was thus that During her sojourn here below, she acquired such an unspeakable aggregate of graces and merits that it were easier to count the stars of the firmament, the drops of water in the sea, or the grains of sand upon its shore than her merits and graces. Thus it was that she gave more glory to God than all the angels and saints have given him or ever will give him. O prodigy of a Mary, thou canst not help but do prodigies of grace in souls that wish to lose themselves all together in Thee. Exclamation mark, 223, parentheses two. Because the soul in this practice counts as nothing, whatever it thinks or does of itself, and only puts its trust and takes its pleasure in the disposition of Mary when it approaches Jesus or even speaks to him. Thus it practices humility far more than the soul who act of themselves and lean with however imperceptible a complacency. Go back a little, please. Okay because the soul of this practice uh-huh counts as nothing whatever it thinks or does of itself uh-huh and only puts its trust and takes its desires I'm sorry why can't i read this right i'm distracted I need to read some Latin. All right. 223. I'll be back. Parentheses 2, verse 223. Because the soul in this practice counts as nothing, whatever it thinks or does for itself, and only puts its trust and takes its pleasure in the dispositions of Mary when it approaches Jesus or even speaks to him. Thus, it practices humility far more than the souls who act of themselves and lean with however imperceptible a complacency on their own dispositions. But if the soul acts more humbly, it there glorifies God more highly. And he is only perfectly glorified by the humility and those that are little and lowly in heart. 2.24. 2.24. Third point. Because our Blessed Lady, wishing by her great charity to receive the present of our actions in her virginal hands, gives them an admirable beauty and splendor, moreover, She offers them herself to Jesus Christ. And without difficulty, and our Lord is thus more glorified by them than if we offer them by our own criminal hands. Lastly, point 225. Because we never think of Mary without Mary, in your place, thinking of God. Oh, lastly, because you never think of Mary without Mary in your place, thinking of God. You never praise or honor Mary without Mary praising and honoring God. Mary is altogether relative to God. And indeed, I might well call her the relation to God. She only exists with reference to God. She is the echo of God who says nothing repeats nothing but God if you say Mary she says God Saint Elizabeth praised Mary and called her blessed because she had believed Mary, the faithful echo of God, at once intoned, My soul doth magnify the Lord. Magnificat anima mia dominum. That which Mary did then, she does daily now. When we praise her, love her, honor her, or give anything to her, it is God who is praised, God who is loved, and God who is glorified. We give then to God by Mary, and in Mary, Now we move on to a new section, Roman numerals 4, particular practices of this devotion. This part will cover the external practices, starting with verse 226. Although what is essential in this devotion consists in the interior. We must not fail to unite to the inward practice certain external observances. To quote, we must do the one yet not leave the other undone. facare et ilia non omitere we must do the one yet not leave the other undone both because the outward practices well perform aid the inward ones and because They make a man remember by reminding his senses what he has done or ought to do. And also, because they are suitable to edify our neighbor who sees them, which inward practices do not. Let no one worldly, then or critic snare at this. Let them not say that because true devotion is in the heart, we must avoid external devotion or that devotion ought to be hidden and that there may be vanity in showing it. I answer with my master that men should see our good works, should see our good works, that they may glorify our Father who is in heaven. Not as St. Gregory says that we ought to perform our actions in exterior devotions to please men and to get praise, That would be vanity, but that we should sometimes do them before men with the view of pleasing God and glorifying him thereby without caring either for the contempt or the praise of men. I will only allude briefly to some exterior practices which I do not call exterior because they we do them without any interior. Mm, that's not why. But I do not call them exterior because we do them without any interior, but because we have something outward. No, because they have something outward about them, something, to distinguish them from those which are purely inward. Hmm? All right. First practice. 227. Those who wish to enter into this particular devotion which is not at present erected into a confraternity, though that were to be wished, after having, as I said, in the first part of this preparation for the reign of Jesus Christ, employed twelve days at least, in emptying themselves of the spirit of the world, which is contrary to the spirit of Jesus Christ, should employ three weeks in filling themselves with Jesus Christ by the Holy Virgin. They should pursue the following order. 2.28 During the first week, They should employ all their prayers and pious actions in asking for a knowledge of themselves and for contrition of their sins. And they should do this in a spirit of humility. For that end they can, if they choose, Meditate on what I had said before of our inward corruption. They can look upon themselves during the six days of this week as snails, crawling things, toads, swine, serpents, and unclean animals. Or they can reflect on those three considerations of St. Bernard. The vileness of our origin, the dishonors of our present state, and our ending as the food of worms. They should pray to our Lord. They should pray, sorry, our Lord and the Holy Ghost to enlighten them. And for that end, they might use the ejaculations Domine. Ut videam. Or or instead say, Noverim me. Or say, Beni Sancte Spiritus. Oh, I should look those three up. And they may say daily, The Ave Maristella. And the litany, of the Holy Ghost. 2.29 During the second week they should apply themselves during all their prayers and works each day to know the Blessed Virgin. They should ask this knowledge of the Holy Ghost. They should read and meditate what we have said about it. They should recite, as in the first week, the Litany of the Holy Ghost and the Ave Maria Stella. And in addition, a rosary daily. If not a whole rosary, at least a chaplet for the intention of impetrating impetrating more knowledge of Mary. 2.30 They should apply themselves in the third week to know Jesus Christ. They can meditate upon what we have said about him and say the prayer of St. Augustine which they will find in the first part of this treatise. They can, with the same saint, repeat a hundred times a day, Lord, that I might know thee. Noverim, novemrim te. November's coming up, people. Novemrim te. Or, Lord, that I might see who thou art. Domine ut videam. They shall recite, as in the preceding weeks, the Litany of the Holy Ghost and the Ave Maristala. And they should add daily the Litany of the Holy Name of Jesus. Two thirty-one. At the end of the three weeks, we shall confess and communicate with the intention of giving themselves to Jesus Christ in the quality of slaves of love by the hands of Mary after communion which they should try to make according to the method given farther on. They re- they should recite the formula of their consecration which they will find afterwards. They ought to write it or have it written unless It is printed. They should sign it the same day they have made it. It should be well also that on that day they should pay some tribute to Jesus Christ and our Blessed Lady, either as a penance for their past unfaithfulness to the vows of their baptism or in testimony of their independence, we'll be back. We're leaving at two thirty one. Two three one. I got ten percent battery. So see how far we can go. We were at two thirty two. It would be well also that on that day they should pay some tribute to Jesus Christ and our Blessed Lady, either as a penance for their past unfaithfulness to the vows of their baptism. Or, in testimony of their dependence and allegiance to the domain of Jesus and Mary, this tribute ought to be according to the devotion and capacity of everyone, as a as a fast, a mortification, an alms, or. A candle. If they had but a pin to give in homage, yet give it with a good heart, it would be enough for Jesus, who looks only at the good will. 233 Once a year, at least, on the same day, they should renew the same consecration. Like an anniversary? Observing the same practices during the three weeks. A three weeks anniversary? Like for three weeks anniversary? Right, it's better than one day. They might also, once a month, Anniversary? No, it'd be like a, it'd be like a month. Okay. Or even once a day, renew what they have done by these few words. Totus? No, I always get this wrong. It's to totus ego sum, et omnia mia tua sunt. I am all for thee. And all I have. Belongs to thee, O oh my sweet Jesus, by Mary, thy holy mother. To us totus ego sum et omnia mia tua sunt. This is the end of the first practice. We are on page 148 of St. Louis de Montfort's True Devotion to Mary with Preparation. We'll be right back with the second practice, starting at 2, 3, 4. All right, moving right along. Let's take a look at the second practice. They might recite every day of their life without, however, making any burden of it. Okay, should not be a burden. The little corona of the Blessed Virgin, composed of three Our Fathers and twelve Hail Marys. It could fit on a bracelet. In honor of Our Lady's twelve privileges and grandeurs. This is a very ancient practice for it has its foundation in the holy scriptures saint john saw a woman crowned with 12 stars clothed with the sun and holding the moon under her feet and this woman according to the Interpreters was the Most Holy Virgin with a capital V, 235. There are many ways of saying this corona well. It's a capital C, but it would be too long to enter upon them the Holy Ghost will teach them to those who are the most faithful to, it, to this devotion. Nevertheless, to say it quite simply, we should begin by saying, Dignare me, laudare te, vergo sacrata. Da mihi virtutem contra hostes. After that, we should say the credo. And then a pater with five, no, I'm sorry, with four aves. I'm going to have to start a notebook for this. And then one gloria patri. Uh, Then another pater, four aves and one Gloria Patri, Sounds like a song. And so on with the rest. And at the end, we should say thee, Sub Tuum Prasidium, which means, Under thy protection, we seek refuge. Holy Mother of God, Despise not our petitions in our need, in our needs, but from all dangers deliver us always, Virgin, glorious, and blessed. All right, we'll end it right there. Page one forty-nine with the second practice. I'm gonna have to go take some notes.